Oh, wasn't he a caveman or some shit? Tarzan. He also played George the of the Jungle. Tarzan. No shit. George he did of the Tarzan. Jungle. Yeah. No Tarzan. Yeah. I thought he did George of the Jungle. He didn't oh, do Tarzan. Oh, you're, you're right. It's George of the Jungle. George like wrong, Bill. Stop Fox. being stupid. Yeah, you know, a white man and a black person's continent. It's yeah. just the same thing. Yeah. We all know that stuff goes very well. Never been a bad thing that's happened. Mm-mm. Never. With white people in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, how about how about the mummy? Yeah, let's do it. Good transition. Okay. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy out in Nashville, and in Boston, we got Tim Begin. How you doing, Timmy boy? Fantastic, Max. I love the mummy. Uh, Brendan Fraser. Like I said before, a uh, real stand-up guy. So, <laughs> total victim. Exactly what I said before the podcast started. So let's just stick with that. Redact, and, uh, redact, redact. Yeah. <laughs> and we also got Bill Dooley on Portland, Maine, back with us after taking a week off to play Dungeons and Dragons or whatever nerdy shit you do in your free time. <laughs> How you doing, Bill? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing super swell. Thanks, Max. That's uh, that was a lovely introduction. I feel very welcome. You're welcome. All right. And then we also are bringing back John Anoshack out in Sacramento, California. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> so that's the sound of me getting blown by a mummy. <laughs> and you know what? It's not bad, really, when you think about it. It's a little bit dry. <laughs> kind of kind of scrapes about a bit, but it's okay. I'm great, get, by the John, way. I got to disagree with you. I mean, Samantha, uh, the, the, the mummy had no lips and was all teeth. There's nothing good going on there. I mean. That's what you think, Bill. So uh, I'm, um, I'm a Tennessee boy. I'm a hard man. <laughs> <laughs> I got calluses all up and down my shaft, and it takes a little extra friction to uh, melt my butter. You know? All right. Well, then there you go. I, I'm with John. That just goes to show what kind of vanilla blowjobs happen up in Maine. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all you teethless bastards up there. <laughs> Everybody's just giving away smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> you may say smoothies, that just means like a slow blowjob, right, Bill? All gums. You just take <laughs> out the teeth and it's all gums. Mm. So smooth. <laughs> okay. Well, but we're so rolling Derek, along with our... Derek, Derek is on the podcast. This is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Derek couldn't get off the toilet this week, so he can't make it. <laughs> but uh, we're uh, rolling along in our summer blockbusters. And this week we watched 1999's The Mummy, directed by Stephen Sommers and starring Brandon Fraser, Rachel Wise, John Hanna, and Kevin J. O'Connor. So before we get into it, when was the last time you guys actually watched this movie? Uh, like five years ago. I don't know. Probably, probably, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe a little longer than that for me, but pr- less than ten. Hmm. Okay. I I watched it, uh, I don't know, like a month or two ago in a uh, deep depression, uh, being at a bad job uh, with a bottle of whiskey in my lap. And I, I love this movie. <laughs> Did it help, John? Did it help? You know, it brought me back to a more innocent time, you know, a time before, you know, people thought that America could, in, could invade desert communities. Uh, <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I had images in my in my head of well, you know, of for some reason it's just getting a blowjob in the desert, and that evolved into a mummy. And I don't know, it was good. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. That's what uh, that's what whiskey does to me. <laughs> okay, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Tim's going back on the wagon away from me right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep, and we definitely don't invade people in sand places anymore. So I'm glad that that part of our history is over. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've moved yep. on. Sand people. Sand people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen this movie since I was like 12. Oh. I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid, but yeah, well, I forgot about a lot of this, so it was fun to rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. Rachel Wise gave me a real rod the first time I saw this movie. Oh yeah, oh, she's a cutie. Oh, yeah, prime. Her character does not hold up, but we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Okay, well, the movie opens up in uh, ancient Thebes back in their heyday. With this overacting narrator talking about how this high priest and the pharaoh's mistress are secretly banging each other. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> so that pharaoh, he just he just had the most punchable face. He's a fucking, I'm just going to say this word. He's a fucking cunt. So you ever seen, <laughs> like, you ever seen a picture of a jaguar's balls before? <laughs> They're all fuzzy and perfect and you just kind of want to, like, Touch him and pet him. That's what I was on his chin. <laughs> what and the I, fuck? I just wanted to rip him off. What the fuck? It, it's, it's true perfect. though. The guy had a very prominent chin. He did. Like, That's yeah, for I, sure. That, I wasn't thinking jaguar nuts, but like, you know. I don't know. I saw a picture recently and I just saw it. And I was like, wow, they look like little baby fuzzy peaches. Like they're so cute. And <laughs> then I saw his chin. With that weird little facial hair thing going on there on his chin. And uh, yeah, it looked like Jaguar nuts. <laughs> no, but fuck that guy. Seriously, he deserved it. <clears throat> yeah, so he here's did. my, here's what I was thinking the whole time. This girl was like painted from head to toe, right? Yep. She's like with the naked paint thing. How did they not get caught before? Like she's going to walk out. All the paint's going to be fucking smeared. And then it's going to be smeared on fucking the high priest. So, I mean... They would have got caught first time. Well, well, let's not remember, though, that he's got a bunch of uh, lackey naked priests also painted gold. So they obviously have some experience <laughs> with some body painting going on there. And if they saw that guy with gold paint, they just assume he was fucking his priests. I mean, obviously. That's a good point. The Egypt, the Egyptians are well known for male on male priest action. <laughs> <laughs> well known historical fact. Yeah. Except it's men. Not boys. I think we're gonna have to write a book about the on the podcast of all the historical facts that we found on the podcast. We found a, quite a few. That just goes that goes in a long list of them. Even though Preble's not here, we're still the smartest goddamn movie podcast in the biz. In the biz. <laughs> I still remember the first episode I heard him say something super smart. He's like, oh, it's like the Tigris and Euphrates. And like everyone just turned on him. <laughs> Shut up, Mike! Let me read some more books, you fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> With their Thanks. multiple degrees and debt, and fuck you. Knowledge of the law. <laughs> Get out of here, Mike. <laughs> you know what he doesn't know about, though? Jaguar balls. He knows nothing mm-hmm. about Dude, jaguar balls. Jaguar nuts. Imagine how cute they are when they're just born. <laughs> are you talking about jaguars or they're nuts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Both. Okay. Moving on. All right, well, yeah, this pharaoh finds out, and he's then promptly killed by the two lovebirds, and then they're quickly caught, and the mistress kills herself, and the high priest is dragged away by his crew while he swears to resurrect her. No! There's a lot of real bad overacting in this in this scene. Yeah. The whole murder yeah. scene, though, where they murder the, the king is great. The whole, like, shadow thing. Yeah, I like that. That's a way to kind of keep it PG-13, but still be edgy. 
Right. They yeah. they use that well throughout the film. Like even when people were like getting their, you know, fucking nuts sucked out and stuff by the <laughs> mummy when he's going after folks. Like they use the they use it well. It's also great for, you know, the budget. So they were playing by the rules. This was, CGI. I was, I was amazed by. So this movie costs like 80 million and they said 15 million of it went towards CGI. I would have just assumed wow. like 80 million went into right. CGI. Right. Agreed. God. It wasn't the whole thing CGI. I'm yeah. pretty sure this was all done in like a Hollywood green screen studio. Well, they actually filmed it in Egypt too. What? Yeah. No, they they had a lot. used like two baller. scenes of it? No, they filmed a lot of it in like all the desert and most of the movies in the desert. And they really? had like, they had a lot of issues. Like people are getting bitten by snakes. People are like getting super <laughs> dehydrated. Like that. Yeah. They had some problems. All right. Yeah. If it was a, if it was like a snake bite hazard on a, on in, during my job, I'd probably quit that job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you though hazard pay it pays very well that's a good point actually if, i mean yeah. I, it depends on how much they'd pay me what if you're the paint guy for that priestess mm. you know i'd pay her <laughs> <laughs> just to steal it from wolf of wall street i mean i'd let her give me aids <laughs> i'll tell you what me and john are on the same page here <laughs> Dude. I'd be ruining that paint job every time. <laughs> like a one white spot on her foot. I wonder if it's like the flavored gold, you know, where you can just like, it's a little sugary, crunchy. Oh man, it's like a Goldschlager like Ooh. paste oh, almost. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, Drink you could up. like, you know, give her a golden shower and then you get to have a golden shower. I don't How does that work? Hey, hey Max, do you, do you got that preble uh, grown? <laughs> I do. Up at some point. Great. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh. Great. <laughs> preble grown. Terrific. Here it is marked. I, I got a lot of uh, material just from the, uh, the Top Gun episode. <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> we got a lot of preble grounds to last us a while. <laughs> All right. Well, now you're in the city of the dead with the high priest midway through his resurrection ceremony, but then the Pharaoh bodyguards break it up and then they mummify all the priests alive and sentence the high priest to the worst of all Egyptian curses where they cut out his tongue and bury him alive with flesh eating scarab beetles. Dude, that was so fucking metal. Like this yeah, movie has just metal undertones in it that just <laughs> makes my body tingle. It's just so fucking great. Like and PG-13. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, that's if like, this was keep, no, keep going. Sorry. Like, Bill, can I ask a question? Please. Mm. As an environmental scientist, a man of science, a man of science, that's me. Yes. Do scarab beetles eat flesh? A hundred percent. That's a fact. Yeah. Everyone that's knows a that. fact. Yep. Yep. Mm. And, and just like that, like a, like a herd of piranha too. Yeah. They just, oh, they, really? just they just tear it down to the bone <laughs> like nothing. That's it. Yeah. That's why they're called land piranhas. Exactly. They're called land piranha <laughs> just for that reason. Yeah. Are they that shiny though? They're very pretty. They're very pretty. Uh, I thought, all right. So, I mean, we're going to talk about them later, but the, the scarabs that are like on the wall that the, that the guy pulls out, I don't really understand what's yeah. going on there. That, that didn't make a lot of sense. No, they've been alive for, you know, 2000 years. 3, inside years of years or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because like all the magic was already happening and that was sure. like their egg. Sure. I'll go with that. It's magic. Yeah. Isn't the whole movie magic? Like people, you know, no, it's all real. Can, can it's I just, all real? Yes. <laughs> can I just question of uh, it, it, the 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 priestess woman that that kills herself? Is there a worse possible way to kill yourself than stabbing yourself in the stomach? I mean, no, like, that's like the worst. The worst. All right, yeah. So then he's sealed away under the strict surveillance throughout the centuries uh, because of the curse. 
And if he ever came back, it would mean the end of the world. Which I don't fully understand why. Why would he have to kill the world? He just loves this girl. Like, doesn't seem, I mean, it should just be a love story. So I think it's because they like that. That's what the curse like forces him to do. And that's a terrible curse. Like that doesn't really do anything to him. Unless he comes back and then everyone else is fucked. I, I didn't really understand how this was a punishment for him other than he dies. Yeah. No, yeah, that's my thing. It's like, it was a punishment, but I mean, it really works in his advantage in every single way. <laughs> right. Shit. We're going to kill you, but you ready? You're fucked. You could come back to life and rule the world. So right. take that, buddy. How you right. feel about that, huh? <laughs> Wouldn't, shouldn't the curse be that like you could never come back to life? Right. Or that when you come back to life, you're like a fucking... Like a dung beetle or something like that. <laughs> this was basically coded out that, like fucking Microsoft back in the day. It's like, you know, it could be really fun, um, or it could just uh, destroy your life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. No telling. We'll find out. Yeah. Also, the narrator needs to calm the fuck down. He was just getting way too over overly dramatic during all this. Yeah, I'd love to see like the notes that he was given in the studio. They're like, you can go more. And he's like, really? More. Like, this is bad. Like, I'm really going for it here. This doesn't sound. He's like, no, no, we want you to bump up, bump it up. And he just more. keeps going for it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it the same guy who plays the like you yeah. know, desert guy? Yeah. The main guy? Tim. I, I think I call him pretty hair later on in my notes because I, I don't know what his name is. He's he has some nice hair, but he, he fucking sucks at acting. He was some- in um uh Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo or whatever. Ah, that's what? right. Yeah. yeah. Same year. First time you see him, you just hear him. He's like, hey, hold on a second. He comes out after, you know, fucking some great, just amazing broad. I'm going to go to the bathroom and just takes the loudest piss I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah. What does that mean, though? I never understood, but the, we're, we're going off in an aside here. If you take a loud piss, does that mean that your dick is huge or what? Or you Men have hearty streams. A man... A real true man, it's a hearty piss stream. Everyone knows that, you know? Oh, okay. What if yeah. he was just really Bill, pushing it? Bill sounds like a small trickle. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's got the faucet on a little too much. It's you know like I mean? a mountain stream. It's very soothing for, you know, for those yeah. that are trying to sleep or something. Yes. Right, but that's a that's a woman's piss stream. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like a mating ritual thing left over from, like, all the monkey shit, you know, right, before we, you know, turned into people and we were all chimpanzees and shit. And, and exactly. Yeah. He's like, hey, look, lady. Look God damn it. Is. I, ha- I have to pee now. This is not good. Okay. All right. So now you cut to 1923 and uh, you're introduced to Brandon Fraser, a.k.a. Rick O'Connell, with his sleazy frenemy, Benny, who are just getting absolutely destroyed by the surviving Pharaoh's guard. And then we're, we're supposed to assume, like, is that like the French Legionnaire or something like that? Is yeah. that who they're with? French yeah. Legion. Yep. So cool. So this is when I sort of started to realize that, like, oh, someone uh, from the studio just, like, took out an Indiana Jones script and was like, <laughs> yes. well, we can change three paragraphs. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Brendan Fraser, uh, you know, he's just going to be Harrison Ford he's for just, the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a bulkier and much dumber Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. I guess that's part of the reason why he, uh, when he accepted the role, though, like he, he pretty much said that he's like, ah, oh, like I know how to play this, like just not seriously at all, like bingo. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> you are a goofy American, tough American who has like a lot of moments of comic relief, but still is a badass. And he's like, oh yeah, Indiana Jones. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. They made five of these before they made this. <laughs> <laughs> so Frazier, he gets pinned down and it looks like he's done for. But then the mummy's evil presence just manifests itself and everyone runs away like a co-worker in Tim's office after lunch. <laughs> You're yeah. not wrong, Max. Put some oh. into that. <laughs> yeah. I honestly didn't. You, I, I still remember like a text from like from Tim from like a year ago in which he like farted in his office and some lady came in and she left and she was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> never, never actually come into my office. She opened the door without knocking and uh <laughs> Yeah, it's it smelled like I had taken a shit on the floor. So if she had knocked, what would you have done? <laughs> if she had knocked, what would I have done? I would have cordially, cordially, come in. I'm jerking <laughs> off in here. Yeah, that's exactly what I would have done. Uh, I'm coming. <laughs> Give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, French Foreign Legion mummy curses. Yep, and a nice hair flowing hair guy. So he makes a decision not to shoot for Azer and instead just leave him to die in the desert. It so, seems like a poor choice for an organization that has somehow maintained its credibility for 3,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> we just, we point, just mounted though. a full-on frontal assault, lost a lot of people, but killed a lot of people. You know what? That guy's probably fine. I'm not worried about him. Let him go. Yeah. Also, I mean, it wasn't that far of a walk. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that far a walk for him. He obviously made it back, so. Right. <laughs> yeah. He got there and back, and, a, and, and a, at some point, you end up with, like, 50 people making that trek, so it really can't be that impossible. Yeah. The desert will kill him. Pan one degree to the left. Fuck. There's a city there. <laughs> Shit, <Shira. laughs> Uh, Sir, I mean, he's not really in the desert. That's just kind of like the suburbs of Cairo. <laughs> the desert shall kill him. You know there's a bus stop 15 feet down the road, right? Ah, uh, Shit. <laughs> I went to the planning meeting and told them not to build that. <laughs> also, can we talk about how Pretty Hair Man is just far too pale to be from the desert, raised in the desert, born of the sand? All right. He is the darkest complexion person in the whole movie. I mean, are you gonna, kidding me? Who can, like, who's darker than him? It, it's all like, white. Like all the extras. <laughs> <laughs> like all the people actually from the country that <laughs> they just like hired like hey buddy so we're gonna pay you like about tree fitting a day and uh, <laughs> you're gonna be in this movie <laughs> we haven't overthrown our government yet so yeah let's do it yeah, yeah. I just wanted to apologize real quick for raising my voice right there this is this is a safe place for everyone to share their opinions um, I'm gonna have another sip of my whiskey now <laughs> continue to look at jaguar balls oh they're great i'm guys i implore you like look up it's like jaguar it's some kind of large cat they're fuzzy they're orange you just want to touch them just look at my pinterest board <laughs> jaguar balls all right let's just all look up jaguar balls all right let's just do this hold on let's i think it's jaguars hold on good let's let's do that I'm seeing a pair of Jaguar balls that are orange. Yeah, that's, that's about right. They look like fruit. I mean, they're very succulent. Why are they, <laughs> they are. They look like Cheetos. Yeah, is that why, yeah, is that why yeah, they have yeah, a fucking right? Jaguar? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hold on, guys. Or is he a cheetah? Dial up internet. It's a little slow for me. Give me a sec. <laughs> and I think nuts. tiger balls might be pretty great, too. So I'm a ball connoisseur. What the fuck? Yeah, it looks understand. like he just dipped his nuts in Cheetos. But imagine that dyed black. That's what was on the Pharaoh's chin. Oh, weird. <laughs> I don't like this at all. I'd like to move on from this. Dude, I would prefer <laughs> to have these balls. Like, what if these were your balls? As opposed to like, so that way, like, no woman could be like, they're ugly. Be like, no, they're cute, actually. <laughs> they're so, orange. Uh, pet me. <laughs> you can kiss them. <laughs> Okay, let's just move on here. So, fast forward to 1926, and he meet Rachel Wise as Evelyn Carahan, I think. Whatever, I'm not going to say her last name again anyway. The attractive, smart, Egyptianologist with zero street smarts who promptly turns her library into a large set of dominoes. The worst possible way to arrange bookshelves. No shit. It is absolutely impractical for them to be arranged in a semicircle like that. There's no reason you would do that. I mean, let's face it, Egypt, you know, it's not a great country anymore. And they fell for a reason. <laughs> Bookshelves in a circle. That's the reason. <laughs> that was reason number one. Yeah. That started the Arab Spring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Max, you're leaving out a key character here, though. Oh. Uh, the, but the, the, I haven't gone there yet, Bill, you son guy, of a bitch. The guy played by Eric Avari? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, fine. Go ahead. Never mind. Yeah, here's my next note. Then you introduce her boss, Dr. Bay, a.k.a. the ball guy from Mr. Deeds. Bill, didn't he come to your school? Yes. What the fuck? How do you know that? Because I remember things my friends tell me. Oh, God, I don't. You, weird. <laughs> okay. Wait, my name is Max, by the to, way, he Bill. He came to Assumption? He did not come to Assumption. No, no, no. We, we went down to whatever that giant mall is in Rhode Island. The Providence, Providence Place Mall? We went to, yeah, get, to the okay. Providence Place Mall, and uh, we were just at a mall. He was just—he was just at the mall. Eric Avari was walking around the mall. The the suspicion was that he was there trying out to be on a season of Dancing with the Stars. Didn't didn't pan out for him, unfortunately. So time out. Um, what is assumption? Because it sounds like a cult, like a lot of people assuming something very stupid. Correct. Like, that's 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 it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you I, nailed it. it. Well, I mean, it's a Catholic college, so you got it right. Oh, yeah, I'm a Catholic, too. Hey, buddy, yeah, we're going to do a little digital fist pump right there. <laughs> <laughs> you, with your college friends, drove down from Worcester, Massachusetts to Providence. Took a bus. Took a bus. Took a, You took a bus down to Providence. For what reason? To go to the mall. <laughs> to go to the <laughs> mall. <it>. Okay. <laughs> and you saw Eric, Eric Akari there. And... Uh, and so that's something that happened to you? Yeah, that's a, that's one of the high points of my life. Were you molested at any point? <laughs> I'm just curious how decisions like this were made, <laughs> if you're okay. Tim, did you did you miss the point where I went to a Catholic college? I don't, not really. <laughs> it's a reasonable point, Bill. It's a re- I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. I don't attention. know what's worse, Bill taking a bus to go to the mall or me remembering the fact that he met this guy yeah, 10 years later. That's so weird. I was like, I, I'm getting like... I forgot that he was in this movie and I like it's all written in like all caps with exclamation marks. I'm I'm so excited about it. You fucking just took that right out from under me. Yep. Taking the mall, <laughs> taking the mall, or taking the bus to the mall though. Completely normal. Everyone does it. I just say, you know, like we walk places like barefoot backwards uphill. Yeah, if Derek Brady is any indication of the walk walkability of the southern people, no, you don't. <laughs> oh boy. I remember 
one time Paco and his dad were up in Boston and we were going to walk from the Sam Adams Brewery to Doyle's Cafe, which is at most a 16th of a mile. <laughs> and after taking 10 steps, they were both like, are we going to walk all day, Tim? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, guys, it's see, you can see it. It's literally there. I can see the science. It's Doyle's Cafe. We've taken 10 steps and it's right there. And they're like... We, can we get a cab? I'm like, no, we can't get a cab. The cab wouldn't even drive us there because it's a sixteenth of a mile away. So this this really underlines the importance of genetic diversity. Um, if you, if you are born and raised and in the gene pool of like La Tennessee, like for generations, yeah, you know what? It's like we built a highway system because we we were gonna win the war. We need tanks to be able to move fast across the country and beat Germans. And all that, and so we drive 75 miles an hour. Cops don't pull you over. It's great. But I will say, southern mother, northern father from Jersey. He's been running away from it ever since. And, uh, you know, I know how to walk in a fucking city. Not bitching and moaning and dragging your feet. Yes. (laughs) After 10 steps. Fuck this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Real quick, I just have to point to the character of the the British lady. I'm never going to be able to remember her fucking name. Evelyn. In the movie. Evelyn. Evelyn. So Evelyn's character, it was straight up like Michael Michael Bay was one of the producers of this movie. It was like, (laughs) oh, she has like a low cut, like button up shirt. So she's clearly like the most attractive woman in Egypt, but she wears glasses and is a librarian. (laughs) So she's the most intelligent person in Egypt, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just well i i just it was such a such a uh slap in the face of this is what this character is good for when he he yells like what are you good for and then she literally responds and says like these are all the things i know wink wink watcher you're welcome like just just really laying it on thick yeah not only am i fluent in ancient egyptian i can also use this um this bookshelf as a pogo stick and violently smash into it <laughs> I know the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, I like how they had to like also undercut the fact that she was smart and attractive by being like, she's still a dumb broad knocking over bookshelves. <laughs> it's fucking women. They're not good for anything. Yeah. Oh, she might be smart and know stuff about the Sphinx and stuff, but she still can't do nothing right. There's no bookshelves in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Oh, come quack, on. Quack, quack, high five. This is the 20s. I know I'm right. I'm a man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> also, what's an Egyptologist? Isn't that just like an archaeologist or a historian? I mean, I, I, what, like, I don't think it's like... I would say the, the official uh, definition of an uh, Egyptologist is a British person that steals private, uh, private things from the <laughs> Egyptian country. Ah, steals antiquities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yes. yeah, I'd say that's what an Egyptologist So you just mean a British person? Is. I just mean a British person, yes. Yeah, the yeah, Brits okay. love that. Oh, silly native, you don't know how to take care of these. We'll take care of them for you. <laughs> this is ours now. Well, and you get a great example of that, too, when the brother pops out of the coffin and is, like, making joke with literally the dead body of a person. Yeah. Let's get into him right now. So you're also introduced to her brother, Jonathan, the receding hair 12-year-old brother who uh, found the lost map of the city of the dead where all the riches of ancient Egypt are held. And then also uh, the Mr. Deeds dude burns part of this Egyptian map, which he doesn't seem to give a shit about. Um, You'll understand that later on. But at the time, I was just thinking, it's like, when they kill him for doing that in the 1920s Egypt yeah it was so painfully obvious like he was like holding it as close to a candle lit flame as he possibly could just like like watching it happen I didn't remember that he did that and I was like you're gonna you're gonna burn that you're gonna burn it (laughs) you're clearly gonna burn that oh it's burned no there it goes 
No wonder I didn't make Dancing with the Stars. He can't even hold the fucking map right. (laughs) So Jonathan says that he stole the map from Brendan Fraser, so they need to find him in this shitty Egyptian prison. And uh, first, you get the first uh, Law & Order SVU moment when Fraser punches Jonathan in the face through the bars. And then his stupid sister, who should know better, leans in just like her brother and then just gets force kissed by Fraser. Did Harvey Weinstein make this movie? <laughs> yeah, Brendan, kiss her. Kiss her without her consent. <laughs> Do it now. Through the bars. Through Do the fucking bars. Just grab her. She doesn't get a choice. Yeah, and then uh, Evelyn, after this, negotiates with the fat, stinky warden to let Rick go because he's getting ready to get hung in exchange for 25% of the treasure. Unknown, yet unknown the value. <laughs> But uh, he was willing to take a bargain because he was a very lonely man. <laughs> yeah, like another an operator dun-dun. thigh kind of man. I I, I would have been like, forget twenty five percent of the treasure, get down your knees, baby. <laughs> I want the real booty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, this this scene though, I mean, like this is legitimately good humor in this movie when they do that oh, yeah. when they do that negotiating and like she says thirty five and then he says twenty five and like <laughs> and like he's just like ah, shana, ah, like, 60, just, 50, <laughs> 40, 30, 35, 25. fine no wait <laughs> well re- remember that the colonizer is always smarter and they really hit some very sour notes in this movie. <laughs> it's shit. a good point John it's a good point there's a reason why the colonizers is the, is the colonizer oh, true. I mean what did Egypt do before Britain got there really no. what is there what did they have going for them before that come on I can't talk about the original slaves because that'll just get the podcast ripped off of air <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, no I'll mention that later don't worry about it mm. appreciate <laughs> um, it buddy yep 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 also Bill another good uh, little humor part there is when they like go up to Frazier they put the noose around him and they're like any last requests <laughs> yes, yes let me go <laughs> and the guy and the actually guy asks <laughs> no no we're not gonna let him go <laughs> that is funny <laughs> I laughed out loud it was great all right. So, um, yeah, then so he agrees. And then he also says that he's he needs to go with them. Um, so now you're on the ship to start this expedition and they run into their rival ragrat, ragrat, oh, geez, ragtag group of. Thank you, autocorrect. Ragtag group of American treasure hunters, along with some famous Egyptianologist. And of course, shitty, shitty Benny. So, Be- Benny is obviously his character is a piece of shit, but he is like the perfect piece of shit character. That guy crushes it in this movie. He's no man has ever been so well cast right. in the face of this earth. It, it's great. And the little, yeah, the little mustache. So yeah. full, full disclosure. I had that mustache in college. For like a year. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> um, yeah, it got me laid. So if you ever really need to get out there, it works for some reason. There's always somebody who's desperate enough, but uh, you know, he's the perfect shithead. Who also happens to speak a million fucking languages. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's useful. He's just a piece of shit. Ooh, uh, Benny? Yes. Yeah, Benny's the best. Oh, <laughs> Benny's he's fucking great. Benny's like the little Chinese kid in uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, God. <laughs> Shorty. Dude, you put him on an episode of Survivor, like, he's getting through the season. Let's just say that. <laughs> it's just every five minutes, it's just him running off camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on. No! <laughs> Subtitle speaking in Hungarian. <laughs> it's oh, just yeah, running yeah. away. Yeah, you noticed that. He's speaking fucking Hungarian. The whole time. Yeah. He just looked like he smelled like garlic, didn't he? 
Yeah. Is that racist? I don't yes. Know. Yes, Max. Yes. <laughs> you, earlier when you were describing the warden, you said like the the ugly or stinky warden. I was like, hey, that's know, fact, how, Bill. How do you know what he smells like? I know that Warner's a stinky bill. It's a well-known fact. <laughs> bill, later on in the movie, they're climbing into the tomb and Jonathan goes, oh my God, what is that stench? And then he looks up and it's that guy climbing down. He goes, "Never mind." Uh, yeah. All right. And Pierre yeah. facts. Boom. Thank First you, day. Bill. I only said one racist thing about Hungarians, so fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Why are there Hungarians here? Because <laughs> it's Egypt. Everybody wants their slice. Yeah. So they're not on the boat for long, though, when uh, the Pharaoh's guard shows up looking for Evelyn's map. And then things escalate. Oh boy! And then things escalate. And then things escalate quickly. Oh my goodness! Didn't realize you were a little light in the low. Separate suckers. And the things escalate quickly as the boat lights up on fire. I think that the guy with the hook—that's a great hook. I mean, I, I was happy to see that. You, you don't see good hooks like that all the time. So good for him. A nice serrated edge and, and everything. It, Sharpening it. it. Fancy. <laughs> he kind of reminded me of, uh, from a previous episode of Hold My Popcorn, of Razorcock in a way, uh, <laughs> minus the cocaine. Mm. Uh, just a little bit. You know, he was clearly unfuckable. Um, had uh, uh, self-esteem issues. But mm-hmm. you know what? He had a big fucking blade attached to himself somewhere. As an appendage, yeah. As an appendage, yeah, and he and he could technically fuck you with it. <laughs> he could. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he gets he gets some other funny <laughs> funny shit in here too, though, because you you know you got him Rick throwing Benny overboard, and then later on, like Rick saying something like, "Wait here, I'll go get some help," and then he just yes. jumps off the boat, <laughs> <Yes>. jumps over. <laughs> That guy's reactions every time too, with like the, the like ah, oh, oh. like just the j- gibberish of like somewhat sounding Middle Eastern language. Like it was so funny every time. Yeah, he is like a um, he's like a good villain, but kind of like also a a good like a little hapless victim. Right. Yeah. He is the um that like fat fly in uh, the Star Wars Episode One. Is he really the guy? Well, no, the I, I don't know if that's him, but yeah, yeah, the one who was in the the big pod racer who wins yeah, all the time. Oh, hello, Anacon. <laughs> Jesus, I'm happy I'm married. Otherwise, I'd never get laid again for saying that. But okay, yeah. <laughs> yep. But also, so can we? Can we? So we're looking back at the Americans again, right? So I talked about Brendan Fraser. It was like, all right, first American you see, but like the first time you see the American party, what are they doing? We're playing fucking poker. Like yeah. a bunch of fucking frat boy, <laughs> yeah. fucking cowpokes. Okay, second time you see them. They're like getting into a gunfight and loving every second. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. We're killing Arabs. You want to join? Come on. <laughs> so like only Americans watching this movie probably like laughed at that scene where the rest of the world was literally saying what the British said. He was like, Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> They saved us from the Germans, but fuck them. I was very uh, proud when I right. saw that happen. Yeah, I'd rather be the American than the fucking stiff Brit who has a drinking problem and does nothing for the movie. Same. Yeah. 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 No contest. Good. And I'm proud to be American. <laughs> At least I know I'm free. Tennessee native. Fuck you. All right, let's move on here. So the good guys and the Macho Men with Pussy Benny split up once they reach land and end up meeting halfway in the middle of the fucking desert. Yep. 
That is a small place. You just uh, kind of like meet up places, right? It just happens. I'll meet you by that grain of sand. Yeah, it's it's just, sounds good. It's just like the Mojave Desert. You know, it's not only, you know, it's not the size of like America. Yeah. Lots <laughs> of landmarks to go by, you know. Ugh. How did they get money for the camels? They jumped into a fucking river. They lost the map. Like, how do you have money? Because he's a Brit in Egypt. He's yeah. got all the money because he stole it from the inhabitants. That's true. Right. right. You know? Yeah, they, they run the other direction. The, uh, like the the scene where he's trying to get the camels and shit, and I've been in a lot of places, uh, like the, the, what do you call that, the global south, south of the equator, and that is how the fuck they buy shit. It's like, no, fuck you. Three oranges for 75 cents? Go fuck yourself. 70 cents, motherfucker. I mean, they just lose their shit, and it's amazing. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. Or, you know, what you can also do, which uh, Brandon Frazier mentions is, you know, you could have just offered your sister and got it for free. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, right. I forgot about dun, that. Dun. <laughs> I mean, Brandon is <Fraser's> right. <laughs> yeah, that would have worked. Um, so then the sun sets, or the sun starts to rise, excuse me, the opposite of sun setting. It's rising. That's true. Um, yep. I know my stuff. Good and uh, then, thank you. Um, so then some sort of, yeah, some sort of mirage thing happens and shows them exactly where the city is. So each team then races to get there first. So, so this is this is something that that really really baffled me here is um so the city becomes visible at sunrise and apparently is presumably visible throughout the day the only time people would be looking for it so the white man was never meant to understand the desert that's all I have to say <laughs> that's a good point only Egyptians understand the desert Bill okay. We can't see where we can't see cities in the desert. Uh, it's just it's it's not part of our, the wavelength of light that would that would show a us cities. Yeah, cities in the desert. We don't perceive that. Oh, I got it. Okay, that makes. sense. I'm yeah. so happy we have a man of science on the. <laughs> it's just science, guys. Listen, I've done many studies. I've done many studies. It just involved me walking around blackout, going, "I can't see nothing." <laughs> Countless hours of Tim just staring at the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like see any cities here. There's no cities. Tim, you live in a city. You're you're in your backyard. You shut up. You shut up. You shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Wrong. I don't know, Bill. What baffles me more is the fact that camels can outrun horses. Okay, so I looked this up. Um, so at distance, yes, a camel could do like they can do like 18 miles at something like around 10 miles an hour kind of a fucking thing. Now, a horse in a sprint is usually going to win. We'll put it this way. Uh, top speed of a camel. It's like 20 to 25 miles an hour. Yeah, I, I was drinking a lot last night. I need to go in depth. But I watched How fast this, but, do camels run? All right. So, and then a horse is like 25 to 30 miles an hour. Now, there are records that are higher than that. So, but apparently in the in desert folk region, they train camels for racing just like we train a fucking thoroughbred down in Kentucky like what we watched racing. Yeah. Right? You know? Mm-hmm. So if it's really long, and once again, I'm white, so I don't know how the desert works <laughs> and how the light spectrum is and how the distance. I can't gauge it. But if it was really long, camel would win. Interesting. All right. Well, there okay. you go. Max. There you go. Well, dummy. Hey, fuck you, Bill. Okay. You never would have learned that if I didn't ask. That's true. There's no such thing as a stupid question. So don't make me feel stupid. 
That's a good point, Max. That's a good point. And we're really we're really getting to the heart of learning here, guys. We're really <laughs> figuring out what learning is all about. It's a very educational episode. Yeah. And it's just making things up. <laughs> just like our illustrious president. Just make it up. Just drunkenly Googling things and then saying that yeah. they're facts. Right. <laughs> Until we, we get into the, the... So I'm going to get into a, a quick topic here. Uh, mm-hmm. So you notice that Evelyn, Evelyn's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Evelyn, she's making her camel go faster by like screaming like T-T-T, ta 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 That's what it sounds like when... My wife has put a finger up my ass. I I just got to say, and I don't get it. I don't understand why those magical words made that camel go faster other than that it had experienced the same thing that I had before is get away. (laughs) That kind of works out, though, because your wife is like the only white person who actually knows how the desert works. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, she did that little baby stint in Afghanistan. That was a great text message at five o'clock in the morning from a phone number I didn't recognize saying, don't worry about the explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is true. Typically, typically you worry about explosions. I think that's just like across the board. I tend to worry about explosions. I would particularly worry about an explosion if a number, a random number I didn't know texted me out of the blue. Don't worry about the explosion. I wasn't until now. I mean, you know, with me, like from my upbringing and like the the weird bullshit that my father did, like it was like, oh, I got the text message saying, don't worry about it, that there was an explosion. Okay, she's still alive. Okay, we're checking that box. This is good. She might be missing an arm, but that's okay. That's all right. She's got at least one arm because she's texting. So And she's putting that finger up your butt still, so you're good. Exactly. Hey, and I'm makes, making that fucking you can do a lot sound. You can do a lot of things with prosthetics these days. Nothing wrong with that. That's a good point. Mm. Ooh, it could vibrate. <laughs> John's now thinking about cutting Lisa's arm off. <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the add-ons. Oh my god. Oh, nah, man. She could put that little condom on. You ever seen the condom that's got the little fucking like Ghostbusters battery pack on it where it just yeah. makes your dick turn into a personal yeah. massager? Yes. Yeah, remember we found a one in our couch when we we had a party once? So this was years ago. We had a party back in college at our apartment and you know, the, the place was a mess the next day. And John's sitting on one of our chairs and he's like, what is this? And he's like just reaching into the couch oh, and he takes no. out like a little like pocket vibrators. Oh. Ah! 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 <laughs> threw up in the air and ran out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's get back into it here. The mummy. That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So yes, the team true. split up. And uh, once they're in the city, the Americans find this chest that's booby trapped with acid that kills a bunch of the peasant workers. Yeah. That was, poor bastards. Oh boy, that was a, that so was, metal. That was oh my but god! But no one cares about them because they're peasant workers. Ugh. They knew it was going to happen too. Their faces—they're like, ah, oh, god damn it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Americans, you don't want to open that. Get the poor people. Where are the poor people? Get the poor people. That's in true. Here. Yeah, that's true. That's Where true. are the peasants? <laughs> Capitalism at Once its again, finest. Pays, pays to be a colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> And at the same time, the good guys stumble into the sarcophagus that falls out of the sky after Jonathan hits something while practicing his golf swing because he's fucking useless. I didn't really catch on to exactly what happened there. I think it just happened yeah, by accident. I, I don't, I mean, yeah, I think it was more timing. I don't think he even hit anything. I think he was just swinging at air. I think it just enough. happened. All right. Well, then the smelly prison warden. No offense, Bill. Uh, <laughs> is uh, stealing some scarab jewels. But wait, those aren't jewels, they're eggs. One of the they're scarab eggs. Ah! 
also metal. Oh my God. Okay, so that was his best performance of the entire movie is his just like death screaming with the CGI bug like rolling Ugh. up his stomach into yeah. his head. Just like 12 year old me. Like that was terrifying. Oh my yeah. God. To see like the thing scrawling through his skin and then like you know it's in his Ugh. head. Oh my God. I think that's like a primal fear for everybody yeah. that like Absolutely. parasites in general. Something under yeah. your skin that's alive is. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you can see it. Ugh. Now, Bill, as a prominent beetle scientist, that's me. Um, uh, would scarab beetle eggs be able to lay dormant for thousands of years and still survive? I think I think Max uh, hit the nail on the head here that it's clearly just mm. mummy magic that's keeping those those beetles alive. So money magic. OK, m- mummy, not money, mummy. Okay, mummy, mummy man. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. That's making more sense. That now. makes a lot okay, more okay. sense. <laughs> Things are clicking here. Gears are turning. I'm coming with. I'm getting with you here. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, that, that, that's, that's it. That's it. That, that pretty much magic. That's the end of the conversation. Okay, good. Now continue. <laughs> <laughs> what is magic? Now, you can start from the beginning. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> okay, talk to me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> So, Max, I just got to say how it was very fun for me. Um, I haven't heard, like, the full-fledged, like, Max, like, Boston accent a long time <laughs> until you were talking about, yeah, so a, uh, a sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sarcophagus. Yeah, it's not sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. Yeah, it's fucking sarcophagus. <laughs> Give out the fucking sky. It's fucking wicked piss of horse cock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's been about 10 minutes, so now it's time for another big shootout, which ends with Rick lighting a stick of dynamite that he got from a party store. Oh, right. That was great. And it it goes right back to him with the card game, like the first time you see the American group. Like, I don't gamble with my money, only my life. (laughs) Such a douchey thing to say. I know, right? Like, uh, I gamble with money, not my life. I, I, I do the opposite. That makes much more sense. I swear to God, if Horse 5 doesn't win, I'm going to fucking kill myself. (laughs) <laughs> what if you win then I live and I get high stakes <laughs> I also like during the scene though like Benny I think what he's like he takes a sip of whiskey and spits into the dude's face and then he runs away and he just holds the whiskey <laughs> bottle as he's running away yeah it's, it's a fitting in character yep. little shithead immediately finds a he, that's half the movie is him running away <laughs> <laughs> he never doesn't run away well, the whole movie's people running away it's like oh we got into this tomb now we have to run out of the tomb because booby trapped Let's go to another tomb. Wait, no, that one's baby trap. We got to leave that one now. It's like, why don't you just stop going to the tombs and things will probably stop happening to you. Yeah. But also, like, the best running away scene ever, and it was just so stereotypical, is like when they open the box and he's like, getting ready to open the box and he's like, be fast, be fast, and just like runs <laughs> off with a torch and a pistol in his hand. It's like, dude. Okay. Yeah, so that happens right here. Um, so the Americans, they find all these organ jars of the mummy as well as the Book of the Dead which threatens to kill anyone who takes them, but they don't give a shit and they steal it anyway. Um, so yeah, Benny runs away after he's, he's just going, this is not good. This is not good. <laughs> that sounds very German of you. <laughs> no, so good. It's no, not so good. This is mein Wassermelon. No. Um, yeah. Then all the remaining servants are the only ones who aren't fucking dummies in this movie. They get the fuck out of there and they never come back. <laughs> They're gone from this movie. Well, they, they there's one dude who gets eaten by beetles. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just because you had to like it. Well, OK, I'm not going to say Has what's it. going through my head. Keep going. 
Go ahead, Bill. No, no, I was going to say, they just all end up being like those enslaved people later in the movie that just get murdered needlessly. Yes, that, that is true. Mm. And it doesn't work out well for them. No. No. All right, well, let me ask you guys this question. With everything around what's happened in this movie thus far, and you get that box, would you open it? Nope. No. Well, no. what? I wouldn't be doing any of this. This is all a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of effort. I I live my life under the credo of minimal effort. I'm not doing shit. I'm sitting in that fucking, I'm sitting in that like hotel playing poker. That's all I'm doing. I mean, like, honestly, Max, I started this podcast off talking about mummy blowjobs. All I'm trying to do is skull fucking mummy. Like, <laughs> there's no reason. Like, you keep your treasure. Let me fuck this I'm mummy. I'm for sexual satisfaction. All right. I like the grit of sand on my balls and uh, some serious raking on my, uh, well, yeah, okay. As long as John skull fucks that uh, mummy, he can be eaten alive by scarab beetles. <laughs> what right. is his last word worth it? <laughs> Remember, they see the, the evil mummy for the first time, and the first thing is like, he's still gooey. Oh. Yeah. So there's some oh, moisture there. Yeah, it's still like, juicy. Juicy. Oh, you can still juicy. hear the sound. You know the sound I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, you do. You know, Preble's groan. Insert Preble groan. There we go. Oh, God. Oh, God. So you're saying, would you open that box that contains the book? That's the question? Yeah, like, or just, you know, they say anybody who takes this, anybody who opens this will die. So with everything that's already happened, So what would you do? I, I would just get the poor people to open it, obviously. I mean. Well, it, they ran away. You You get them back. Come on. They're, they came this far. They'll you, you they'll come back. Or you just pull up to the next Home Depot and hire <laughs> yeah, exactly. the caravan. Yeah. So let's move on here. Um, yeah. Also, though, why do in all these movies the skeleton has to scream? Yeah. What's with that sound effect? <sighs> it, it works on the kids. It creeped me out when I was a kid. Mm. But I love how it falls forward, like, just far enough where it's like, oh, they literally just stole this from a fucking Halloween. Indiana right. Jones. No, in, Indiana <laughs> Jones is the same shit. With a screaming skeleton and everything. Yeah. 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 It's just proof that this is literally like, they just took Indiana Jones and changed a, pe- a couple paragraphs yeah. in the script. This is fan fiction. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so Evelyn steals a book of the dead from the American camp and starts reading it because she's a fucking idiot. And surprise, like women, surprise. Am I right? Yeah, come on. You let him read and then this is what happens. <laughs> surprise, surprise. The mummy wakes up. <laughs> This is a good point. This is this is just granted. My wife is an English teacher. This is the story of Adam and Eve all over again. Give the women a little bit of knowledge, and they ruin everything. Mm -hmm. They do, Bill. Oh God, I'm so glad we're on the same page. It's even worse. She wasn't even naked after that too. (laughs) I know. What What good is that? Useless. I mean, what are we even doing here? Welcome back to the misogynistic podcast. (laughs) I'll say i I thoroughly enjoyed the. uh, the like self-aware humor they had there when she started, like when she opened the book, like the random yeah. gusts of wind blows and, and, and Brendan Fraser goes like, that happens a lot here. And like, that's just funny. <laughs> like kind of breaking the, breaking the fourth wall, like kind of joke. But also like the, so my note was, have you ever seen the evil dead? Don't read the book of the dead. It's not a fun time. <laughs> Any book that says the book of the dead. I'm not reading don't it. Don't fucking read it. Yeah. Are you dead? No. Do you want to be dead? No. Then don't fucking read it. Right. Also, the whole book is made out of fucking jet black metal. Like, what the f- <laughs> yeah, Any book that's made out of metal, that's a good point, John. Like, any book that's made out of metal, that's a hardcore book. That, that, that is pretty Just metal. Just saying. That's Not true. for the faint of heart, you know what I mean? If you can take someone's life with this book, physically, 
or defend your home with it, don't read from it. Right. It was more effective at defending your home than a gun. <laughs> Probably not great. Just read a passage and they're dead immediately. Right. Yeah. Uh. And if it doesn't work, just beat him with it. <laughs> That's a good point. By the way, have any guys seen um, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, the TV show? No, is it any good? Yeah, it's pretty funny. But like, it's, so the reason why the evil like comes back is because he's just drunk and stoned with a girl in his trailer. And he's like, oh yeah, I got this book. I had a lot of adventures with it. Let me just open it up and start reading it. <laughs> and then he like, he like, you know, the next day was all this shit's happening. And the next day he thinks back on it and they just cut to him. He just goes, Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to this though. So here comes the plague. The plague? The what? The plague. Oh, yeah. The plague. Oh, no. Plaque. Oh, no. It's a plague. Yeah, that's, that's another, there, there comes, the, there comes the Max's Boston accent one the, more time. Here comes the plague. Yeah, next you're going to start screaming about fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Whoa, Jesus. whoa. It's just Dunkin'. It's just Dunkin' now, if you don't mind. Come yeah. on. America runs they don't on even sell donuts anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Plague. 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 That's the word, Max. Well done. Here comes the plague. So... Everyone's running away in mass panic, and the only guy with glasses, of course, falls down. And then Benny, being Benny, just stomps on him on his way out. He's the Benny. only one I felt bad of, felt bad about, what? was the glasses what? guy. He's the only one. No, 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 because like all the Americans, they're clearly it's some like fucking like out west like cowboy, like just very terrible fraternity, like doing the fucking elephant walk and <laughs> broken glass push ups and shit. And Butch he was in fucking plague week. He was in he was in pledge week. <laughs> he was just trying to fit in. Yeah, he was. You want to be in the frat? We're gonna cut friends. you. We're gonna rip your eyes out to cut your tongue off, and then you're in the frat. It's all good, I'm- bro. I'm new to Egypt. I just wanted to meet some people. God damn it. <laughs> He's the only one I felt bad about the entire time. I completely time. disagree. Like, ah. I saw I saw that happening. I'm like, oh. oh, this is this was due. This is natural selection at its finest. Somebody with poor eyesight deserves to die. I mean, that's just that's his own fault. It's his own fault. My glasses. Yeah. My perfectly that's square head I'm... can't see without them. <laughs> like I say though, is that this guy stumbling around blind is just me every morning. <laughs> So, Max, if I may make a suggestion, um, mm-hmm. don't ever go tomb raiding. Just in the off chance you lose your glasses. Like like, like Lara Croft? Like Lara Croft, exactly. You also don't have the tits for it, but don't. Oh, that's Jesus what you Christ. think, though. Did we just, just fuck? You haven't seen me lately. Yeah, Max got some work done. You know <laughs> no, that. I didn't. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Did, did you put on gender non-binary Did you now. leave mm-hmm. the hair, too? Are they, are they hairy tits? Yeah, Ooh, of course. Oh, boy. Checking all the checking. Uh, all did the you boxes. see his shaving pictures? Best he sent some pictures worlds. the other day of his of his shave job, and oh, yeah. uh, it looked uh, very rapey. <laughs> it looked pretty bad. Dung dung. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, it doesn't end well for this guy no. because he loses his eyes and his tongue. So that's not good. No. You know, I find it odd that the mummy took the eyes from the blind guy. <laughs> I know. That was weird. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, are you going to get some legs from a fucking gimp next? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Know your audience. Also, this is 1926. If I, if I was that guy, I would just be like, just finish me off, dude. Like, I'm fucking useless. Seriously. Don't save my life. I had the, I had the same conversation with Sam. No tongue, no eyes. Fucking kill Done. me. Please. No. But then, uh, yeah, you get some good comical yells from everyone when they run into the mummy. 
just some stupid fun. You got the mummy screaming and then Frazier just screaming back at him and then shooting him. That was, yeah, that was just a good scene. Yep. That was fantastic. I love the screams. He does it later too. It's just like the super evil dead roar and then just, I have a shotgun. (laughs) He has such a stupid face like when he does it, but like I say, it makes it funnier. It makes it way better. He just plays the whole like, I'm, like, I don't want to be here, but I'm forced to be in the situation and I'm handling it, but I really just don't want to be here. Guy, like, very <laughs> right, well. Right. Like, some action movies, it's like, you, you know, you're supposed to think that, like, the action star, like, is, like, lives for it. It's like, yeah, I can't wait to, like, do action things. He's, like, the reluctant hero, which is always funny. It's always the best. Well, guy. he is half Canadian, so. It's <laughs> a good point. He is Dudley They're Do, very right? friendly up there, yeah. those Canucks. So, uh, Benny... Then runs straight into the mummy, and he's trying every single type of religion to ward him off, which doesn't work. But then the mummy sees the star of David, and so... Now, why is that, Max? <laughs> the language of the slaves, this, guys. That's what he says. Yep. Yep. There's there's the callback from earlier in the episode. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! All right. Uh, my, he said that out, out loud. I'm just watching by myself. I just went, oh, boy. I still, I still don't. My, get it. my note, my note at that line was, "I'm so glad Explain. Derek isn't here for the Jews are slaves stuff." <laughs> Jews only slaves? in the nineties. You guys only are talking. You, you guys are talking about. Explain it to me. Start at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, start at it's the beginning. It's a lot like magic. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go on, Daniel. Also, let's talk about the 10 plagues of Egypt and the whole curse, and they will bring about the 10 plagues of Egypt. Yeah, that shit happened after they weren't anymore, so we've got a serious timeline (laughs) issue here. I'm just saying, putting it out there. Mm. Um, This is also coming from the guy who was talking about getting blown by a mummy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it doesn't make any sense. I had a legitimate issue with that in in that uh, the, the plagues of Egypt were put on Egypt by the Jews. So, like, why would Egyptian gods be bringing on the plagues? That makes no sense. It was, Serious. It's it because was Jews control Hollywood, Bill. That's why. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad, just think I'm that, glad, uh, I'm glad we cleared that up. Oh, Mel Gibson's here. Good. God fucking plagiarizes. Let's just face it, you know. he get kicked out of school. Yeah, he doesn't discriminate. He had a Jewish yeah, his boy. His son got his shit rocked. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, you know, both teams are uh, back in Cairo. And uh, another plague happens with the water turning into blood, sort of. It's kind of pink. didn't really look that great. Yeah, um, nope. nope. But that means... <laughs> oh, my God, this is Franzia. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Delicious. <laughs> Cheap uh, and drunk. Slap the bag, uh, bro. Got talked dirty this to it. We'll pay it nicely with a very nice prego red sauce. <laughs> I do love that the mummy gets upgrades as he just eats these people. So uh, I'll pose this question to you. So say like, so we're going to get to like the, the second and third upgrade where he's like almost like full person. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say the queen or the princess or whatever she was at like the end of the movie, like uh, if she was like three fourths the way done, would you do it? Hmm. You mean she's like, she looks like a mummy three, three fourths of the way. Well, like, you know, cause it, like it clearly, cause like, you know, he kisses the, the broad at one point and like it, you know, the mummy part kind of moves around in his face. But like, let's say if it was like a moving target, it's like, all right, you know, for three fourths of this, like banging. No. And then like, no. there's like a fourth of a chance no. that maybe it gets a little dry for no. a second, but that happens in real life <laughs> no. anyway. So no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> No, fuck that. <laughs> uh, what part of her? What part of her is in 
all that. What part of her isn't complete? <laughs> well, you you tell me. What's your what 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 ends it for you? I mean, to be honest, like if the face wasn't complete, I could deal with that. Oh God, no, guys, no. <laughs> What's there going was, on, Bill? There was, there was, when the mummy wasn't complete, he had fucking scarab beetles running around inside of him. You're going to put your dick in something that's got scarab beetles in it? Come on. But come we're, on. we're talking about him. You want to fuck him or you want to fuck the princess? <laughs> Bill, as a, as a prominent beetle scientist, I would have thought you'd known that scarab beetles cryptonited penises. <laughs> it's just a well-known fact. Well-known and we all fact. know that. It's a well-known yeah. fact. We all know it. So, I mean, we'd all be safe. <laughs> okay, so Rick and Jonathan go up to find the mummy after they lock Evelyn in the bedroom because they find out that the mummy needs to use her as a human sacrifice in order to resurrect his girlfriend. Though, the, the, those Americans, that the last two Americans that were left, were, were not nearly concerned enough with the murderous mummy that was coming after them to just be like, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to go get a drink. Yeah, no, no shit. Like the you 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 have like a supernatural being coming to kill you. You you might want to stay with your friend. I mean, Bill, that's uh, that's what alcoholics are. <laughs> those two men, those two men had drinking problems. <laughs> they could have done with the Cairo chapter of Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> also, what talk? What talk about the worst possible plan ever? Of uh, all right, he needs this woman. Let's lock her in a door and then guard her with the two other people he's looking for. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What? What are you doing? Why would you do that? It's called putting your eggs in one basket, Bill. That's where you know. That's how you know how to find them again. Come on. <laughs> I, I just thought it was hilarious that Fraser just picks her up and throws her on the bed, and she like almost bounces off the bed and it's like, but silently. <laughs> for some reason, like just the subtleness of that just made me laugh out loud. <laughs> that was when I was hoping that uh, this was going to turn into like a little porno. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, and everybody watch me. <laughs> <laughs> I know we don't have time for it, but we're going to do it anyway. This, yeah. is, this is 1926, and this is what happens when a woman says no. Yep. Yeah. I'm in a foreign country. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm white. <laughs> we all know the official saying, right? <laughs> what? What is it? Uh, e- no means yes, oh, and yes, yes means people. anal. <laughs> Sound the drum roll. Oh, God. Oh, God. Is- With that, um, guys, I need to take like a two-minute pee break. I apologize. I want to I wanna let know how loud your stream is, Max. Oh, you, you'll hear it. Don't you worry. <laughs> Do you hear that, Bill? It's so loud. Yep, it was like it's a like a monsoon. That's, that's like my penis. Okay, I'm going to go now. So, how's everyone doing? Good, good. I'm doing well as well. Thanks for asking. I guess I'm all alone. I wish I had a candy bar to eat. Candy bar would be good. Well, that's all right. I'll just talk to you real quietly. Hi, everybody out there in podcast land. Good friend Bill Dooley. Coming to you live and quiet from Portland, Maine. Keep going, Bill. Oh, God. <laughs> Just I'm almost there. <laughs> Damn it, Tim. Rude. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was about to finish, then you stopped. <laughs>
Oh, oh, Tim, you rapscallion, you. Mm-hmm. Several minutes later. The mummy. So how, how about that mummy? Beating this along here. So after, after this, turns into a sandstorm and eats a blonde Josh Brolin looking dude. And then he goes after Evelyn. Did we talk about how he's scared of pussy? No, that's going to come up here in a second. I thought it already happened. No. Like once. It happens. They twice. mention it and then it happens right after this. No, no, he does it twice. He does get scared twice, yes. Okay. Well, then maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Moving Sorry. on. Sorry. I feel like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is my right, movie, so we'll John. <laughs> I don't care what you watch. Right. I'm telling you what I saw. <laughs> we'll talk about pussy later. <laughs> But I, I do think this was one of the coolest like scenes of the movie, though, when the sand's going through that keyhole for him to turn it like go, you know, to transform into himself. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. It would have it would have worked a little bit better for me if they had like turned the light off from the other room so that you couldn't see the massive amount of space underneath the doors. Like I was just looking at it like, yeah, all right, you can go through the keyhole <laughs> or you can go through the three inch slot at the bottom of the door. But like, Fair enough. Yeah, like it would have. Nothing's good enough for you, is it? No, no. <laughs> Look, the, if there's one thing that I've learned is that I can do everything better than anybody else. <laughs> well, after this, John, this was actually I had a note. It said then one of John's favorite scenes in the movie comes up with the kitty. Ah, the pussy. You, you scared of pussy, bitch? <laughs> nah, don't worry about it. Don't be scared. It's only pussy. <laughs> Shit. Yes, you know, the mummy's about to kill everybody, and then Brendan Fraser just goes, Look what I got! And just pick, you know, picks up a kitty. And he, I like where he's like, he out. just go, he, he pulls it up, and then before the mummy, it pans to the mummy, he just goes, Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, after this, you get an unnecessary jump out of the car by Fraser as they go into the museum. Um, and then there's some exposition about using the golden book to kill the mummy. But as they leave the museum, they run into a mob of boiled, infested zombies. As is tradition. Mm -hmm. That's what's in every museum, including the one in St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) The City Museum of St. Louis, also full of boils. They got heroin for tree fitting. It's a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, so then you get another action-packed and funny scene with all the heroes and the last American in this car just shooting and running over like a hundred people. The American was doing fucking nothing. What, like... He's just sitting in the back seat, just having like a chill time until three people just rip him out of the car. He, yeah. was, he was not contributing to the group effort at all. Can we also talk about how this guy had an aversion to putting both arms through his jacket? If <laughs> you notice that, like every time, every scene you see him, he's got like one arm through one of his jacket sleeves and the other one just hanging out. Because he's a gentleman. So he can get to his gun quicker. It makes him so cool. It it's like when you were in uh, when you were in like grade school and you wore a backpack on one shoulder instead of yeah. That my shoulders are my shoulders cool. are still uneven. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. All right. Well, then the last American survivor falls out of the car. Oh no! So. So my note there, though, is like he's clicking. He's out, you know, he's clicking his gun because he's out of ammo. And I was just like, where the fuck did all the good guys go? Isn't like the majority of this is like they're trying to save this guy so like the world doesn't end. And then they're like, he's gone. Fuck him. (laughs) True. He's gone, bro. Just leave him. He's only going to ruin Egypt. Let's go. I mean, that's that would be my strategy. I'd be like, yeah, 
If you guys want to go, if this guy wants to go like rampage through Egypt, fine. I'm going back to fucking Boston or Tennessee. I'm gonna have a grand old time. I mean, I'm okay. So I'm just saying, the fucking Brits, like they left the French in the war, you know, and the Brit was driving the car. That's the way it is. <laughs> Fuck them. Well, you you also, I mean, <laughs> yes. earlier, like twenty minutes earlier, Evelyn says to uh, Rick, you know, like the whole world's gonna be destroyed, and he says, "Not my problem." I think that's I think that's perfect. Just yep. encompasses it right there. Yep. Exactly my point. Isola- isolationism. People. Boom. This is 1926. Thank you, Woodrow Wilson. Work for the Chinese, Max. If it, <laughs> if it can solve the apocalypse via mummy, it can solve climate change. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Yep. Which isn't real, so no. it doesn't need to, need to be solved. Right. Pretty soon, fucking Utah is going to be wine country. That's how hot this fucking planet is going to be. Yeah, you're going to be next to Hawaii soon. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I got everything going wrong against me out here. I got North Koreans. I got mudslides when it happens to rain. I got earthquakes. I got fires. And uh, there's something else terrible. Um, oh, yeah, hippies. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I saw Malibu on fire when I was flying out of LAX when that first started, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Appeasing yeah. all of our California listeners. All right. So the last American's dead. So the mummy is now fully charged. And he says uh, that he'll let the good guys go if they give him Evelyn. But then he turns around and tells the zombies to kill them all anyway. Classic mummy trick. Who who didn't (laughs) see that coming? Standard mummy procedure. Fast forward to drunken Winston, the crazy World War I pilot who's just bumping music in the desert by himself with a servant. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, yes, sir. Ah, yes, with blazing glory and blowjobs and uh, 50 caliber bullets and whiskeys. <laughs> so the mummy is now wearing a banana hammock, just rock hard, ready to get into this human sacrifice. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was ready to fuck. That scene. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Dude, he, he was fluffing himself up that whole time. He's crab that's walking. Not, that's not, yeah, that's not his real, No, you know flaccid package i was watching that with lisa and the second that scene like the little dust tornado goes out she just goes oh <laughs> <laughs> immediately like, yeah i was watching it with sam and she like as soon as as soon as he steps out she goes like where did he get the clothes like he just came out of a sandstorm and your issue was through the clothes on his back like i don't understand his face is turning into a sandstorm, and you're concerned about his he fucking generated his out wardrobe. Of sand. Let's go with he he made it out of sand, the same way he made his skin out of sand. I don't He's know. also three thousand years. Sam old. was hoping to see that like that succulent little pecker uh, <laughs> all, all exposed. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her you said that, Tim. I'm telling on you. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> don't do it, Bill. Because as we know, Sam doesn't listen, so Bill has to tell. I, she's she only she only listens when she's forced to like when we're driving somewhere and I put it on and she's got nowhere to go unless she's gonna tuck and roll out of the car. Listen to your husband make comments every one minute or so. Listen, <laughs> exactly. All right, Bill, that's enough for the next fifty-eight seconds. I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. A good guy show up. Winston flies in, ruins his fun. And then you get another action sequence with this mummy creature just crafting this huge sandstorm and they're just firing bullets at him. Metal as fuck. What's it, it was super fucking so metal. Fucking metal. Like sandstorm face, 50 caliber bullets, World War One. 
Love it. Because why wouldn't you fire into a sandstorm? What the fuck? So we've been talking about our significant others making comments throughout this movie. Nikki really didn't say much except for like this movie's stupid. But during the scene when he's just shooting that machine gun into the sand's face, she's her only line was this movie is so aggressive. <laughs> My aggressive uh, only a teacher would say that. Like, you're not wrong. It is. It is aggressive. But remember, yeah. he asked everybody who was sh- like who were duct taped onto the fucking wings if they were I was, okay. I forgot about that too. <laughs> and that was very, you know, human resources mm-hmm. of him to do. Um, you know, to just do the classic management style. Like, how you doing? Okay, great. Three seconds. I've said hi to you. This is good. Yeah, so Evelyn, just being the girl, kisses the mommy to distract him because she knows nothing else. And uh, the plane crashes. Poor Winston. <laughs> you know what? He died with a smile on his face. And I laughed at that. I did Lisa, too. Really Lisa did. looked at me and she was like, why are you laughing? I'm like, he died. He went out how he wanted to. He won. He was he was so drunk. He doesn't remember anything. <laughs> it was amazing. He probably, he probably wasn't even dead. He was just passed out drunk. And he just, they, yeah. they just there let him go. get swallowed by the quicksand. I just want that goddamn mustache. Is that is that how quicksand works? I feel like that's not how quicksand works. So it doesn't. Um, fun, true story. I've been in quicksand before. Um, it doesn't, it's not dusty like that. It's very wet and moist. And yeah, moist is a word that makes most of the population uncomfortable <laughs> just by saying it. But so and, does quicksand. Uh, also known as quicksand. And it is the most terrifying shit that I've ever encountered in my life. Where were you? Yeah, John, you live an uh, interesting life. Uh, I was in the north of France, and they have it as a, um, it's basically a castle that's on a very super tiny little island um, called Mont Saint-Michel, and it's like the most metal currents on the planet or tides, so like part of the day, all the water is around it, and then the, uh, the rest of the day, it just all goes back out, and so it's all super wet sand, but there are pockets of fucking quicksand so i was on a tour and they're like hey you know if you want to if you want to you could get into quicksand and uh well trust us we'll get you out um just trust us <laughs> and so i was one of the people that decided to do that and they let you get get up to your shoulders oh, and wow. they're here. Fuck yeah that. dude yeah and they're joking they're like don't move so much because it happens really a little too fast and the more you move dude the faster you sink Ugh. and you aren't getting the fuck out of that shit oh, dude God. it's fucking that's the most metal just fucking brutal black metal Norwegian like Viking shit I've ever been in. <laughs> just nature life. eating you? Uh, seriously, no. Nature's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> food chain my dick. <laughs> Your food. But yeah, and that's the same quicksand that also killed a fucking shit ton of fucking Brits way back in the day during... Well, not even Napoleon, but... All right, keep going. We're with the movie. I'm rambling. But yeah, quicksand, super metal. Look at some videos up. Shit's real. Don't fuck with it. Not what other, the other point is not in the middle of the desert. Not in the desert. Right, right. I, I do not think that it exists in the desert. Like if you get it in the desert, it's because there's like an air pocket under the fucking sand or some shit. And fuck that because you're just funk gone. Like this is like. Yeah, you could listen to a song, touch yourself, you know, a couple times before you go down. And um, you know what? It's it's sandy, but it's it's moist at the same time. And it's really annoying. These are just some of the things that will be on John's podcast whenever uh, he decides to do it. 
Yeah, yep. I'm trying to make a little it a little more politically correct, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys about my idea later. Cool. All right. Well, now the good guys are back in the city of the dead, and they find the treasure room while all these stone walls turn into super shitty CGI mummies. Yeah, that wasn't the best part. No, it wasn't. It was cool. It was a cool idea. Just the execution wasn't the best. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe they were just, you know, they were just welded into the stone. Like the scarabs, maybe. But it sucked. I, I just don't understand how this guy who was like, he committed treason, can, can just control words to turn into people. Doesn't really make sense. Also, they were all like, they were zombies that were like on the spectrum. You know, they like had like the half working legs and shit while he was just fully walking and like ripping out fucking tongues and eyeballs. You got also got Benny stealing treasure while Rick is uh, imaginary fighting all these CGI mummies, which made me think like this had the this must have been like the biggest fake CGI fight at the time. Right. Yeah, I think so. I ever could, made. I could see that. Yeah. He's just swinging at nothing. Like you can tell they're swinging at nothing and they're just adding shit in, in post. I did like the home run. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. mummy head hit. That was the great. mummy was like, like bobbling uh, the head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then Evelyn recites the same curse to which this chariot of ghost riders just steal the mummy's immortality, apparently. Then Rick stabs him in the chest and you get some more CGI shit as a mummy's face just melts into nothing. Right? Bam, bam, the bam. That makes sense, right, guys? Is that, that what happened? Sense. That's basically what happened. Yeah. He, and he's gone. I was really it's struggling. Well fact, that's how mummies die. <laughs> I was really struggling trying to write up the last few like scenes of this movie because it's just all this batshit crazy stuff. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't even know. He, he, he uh, I think the writers in like, were the same. Bro. In like a pool of black water that somehow also like I, I think souls. Isn't it like souls? I think it's yeah, souls. It's like souls pulling him down to charcoal souls Hades or whatever. That's that's the Egypt, Egypt hell, right? Hades. Yeah. Yep. 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 Just say yes, and we'll move on. <laughs> the movie's also over, guys. Who gives a shit? Yeah. That puddle of water Free has jacket. evaporated for three thousand years. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's dirty. So then you cut back to stupid Benny who trips an alarm that turns the tomb into a collapsing green screen jungle gym. So good guys are just narrowly escape, but old pussy Benny doesn't. And he runs back into the treasure room and then you hear the sound. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's the scarabs who just flock in yeah. from every direction. And Benny meets his poetic end. That's Goodbye, Benny. Benny. That is the hubris of American commercialism. <laughs> With a pencil um, mustache. That scene, metaphor. that scene still creeps me out. Yeah, with the fire slowly going out. Well, not even that, but like all the, like the scarabs, like they all kind of just formate in certain, you know what I mean? Like they all just clump together. So like there's absolutely nowhere for him to go. Yeah. Oh, yes. The, the, you know, they, they formate. Yeah. Formate as in a formation. I don't, I don't think that's a thing, Max. Formate? It can be, right? Let's, it is when you have like seven whiskeys, it can be. <laughs> dude, I'm like I've been drinking like two weeks. <laughs> fucking making up words, dude. I haven't drank since this fucking bachelor party two weeks ago. So this is my first time. Uh, I apologize. Okay, good man. Yeah, you're a better human being than I. So uh, formate right, is an anion derived from formic acid. So I mean, maybe they were making formate. That's what he turns into, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, who gives a fuck? So the movie ends with sexy hair saying, "You won the gratitude of my people." Okay, bye. <laughs> 
which which just makes no sense. They, they they brought back the fucking mummy, and a lot of people died. And he's just like, "Hey, nice job, white people. You crushed like, it. You great. dug yourself out of that hole." Yeah, yeah. That we've been. I've served my entire life to make sure that nobody even came across this hole. You've you've got my respect now, just like my father. What? And his father before him. Really? You sure? <laughs> Anywho. Let the boy watch. watch. <laughs> <laughs> so as uh, Jonathan's just bitching about leaving empty-handed, Sly Dog Fraser says, not me, and then kisses his sister Evelyn. Then mm. as they're riding back dun, on dun. <laughs> As uh, they're riding back on these camels, you then get one last little CGI gif of uh, this sparkle that uh, they had when Benny was looking at his treasure earlier on. So yeah. they get all yeah. the money. Hooray. The mummy. Why did they feel the need to put the CGI sparkle into the... Because they did that even with, um, like, claw dildo hand man at the beginning <laughs> on the boat. You know yeah. what I'm talking in about? It was like razor cock. you're too stupid to look in the right place... Here's a giant fucking like, bing. there it is. Yeah. They might as yeah. well have done like the Mario coin sound. <laughs> <Da -ding. laughs> you guys ready for some, tri for uh, some trivia? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Trivia. All right. I know you guys are excited because the episode's almost over and we've been recording for over two hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have work tomorrow. All <laughs> right. Casting what ifs. The role of Rick was offered to Tom Cruise. Which, as we all know, he took the uh, the Mummy reboot last year that nobody watched, except for Bill. I did see it. It was not I know good. You did. Yeah, I'm with you. I saw it too for free, and it was bad. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't pay for that shit. I saw it on no. HBO. But besides Tom Cruise, also offered were Brad Pitt, Matthew McConaughey, Sylvester Stallone, old sixty year old Stallone. Oh, terrible. Yeah, I don't get that at all. Jesus Matt Christ. Damon and Ben Affleck. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Big one, though. Leonardo DiCaprio, he was interested in the role. This, this is like coming off of Titanic because when they filmed this, this was 2000. So he had already signed on to do The Beach, which was like, I think, his follow up from Titanic. And he oh, asked. Yeah, I that. The movie sucks, by the way. I need to rewatch it because I feel like it had some like cult critic acclaim or some oh, it's shit. Boring. I fucking know. It's fucking boring. I just remember being like 12 and horny as fuck and being like, there might be tits in this, man. Shit. <laughs> Last DiCaprio movie uh, had titties and I was PG 13. Paint me like one of your friends, girl. <laughs> it took me three hours to watch titties. All right. Uh, yeah. But he, DiCaprio, he even asked the producers to delay production so he could do the mummy and they said no. But then production was delayed anyways, which sucks for him, I guess. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Brendan Fraser was like the 10th down the down the line, which I think is interesting. I mean, some of those some of those people definitely like they could have played the part. Well, like it, it would have been interesting to see their take on it. But I thought Brendan Fraser did really well. No, he crushed it. I think yeah. the only other guy who perfect. could have done well was McConaughey. Eh. Yeah. But he did Sahara. Yeah, exactly. So, that's what I was just thinking. It's like, I guess you'd get the Sahara Matthew McConaughey, and that's that's fine, but we already have that. Yeah. You can't get Sahara without Steve Zahn, so I'm just <laughs> 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 He would have been John back on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it was> shit. <laughs> All right, so the other casting, though. Rachel Wise was the only actress that they actually offered the role for Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Mm 
Hmm. Yep. Next thing you know, she's battling the devil and Constantine and Keanu Reeves going badass, Ugh. badass movie. That is a great movie. Yeah, that, was, that is a great movie. Yeah. More cats in that one too. All right, and then here's another good one. Brandon Fraser almost died during the hanging scene, and he had to get he had to get resuscitated. Right? Oh, How fucking hardcore is that motherfucker? Nuts. I'll do the fucking hanging scene, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you no, know, you can fucking hang me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh my god, that was a George's George for the jungle. So fucking bad. <laughs> Brandon Fraser fucking wanted it. He wanted to be a star, and he got it because this movie made four hundred million dollars. Well, you know he wanted to be a star because of the whole, you know, <laughs> sexual harassment. Right, thing. right. <laughs> you want to be a God. star? Bend over. <laughs> oh, God. God. Can't you just hang me? No. <laughs> I'll hang no, you we after. did that in a movie. Um, the prison scene was shot in an apartment complex in, in Egypt. Well, that's, that's fucked that's up. Depressing. <laughs> yep. And then uh, another one. So I didn't really have a whole lot of time for a trivia, uh, but the last one was all the camels hated Benny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Did you? Too. Yeah. <laughs> like every single camel, like the scene where he has the gold on, it, he's like, "Come on, come on!" Like every single camel, <laughs> like, "Nah, fuck you, dude. Yeah. You're Hungarian. Fuck you." Yeah. So, like in that gold scene no one, when he's trying no to trust that mustache. No, I'm or definitely fence. not. Or the sunken oh, yeah. in eyes. No one trusts a fez, yeah. Yeah, but that scene when he's loading up all the gold for the camel and the camel's kind of freaking out, that was not supposed to happen. The camel is just pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Love <funny>. it. <laughs> all right. Time for questions. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? All right. So my favorite was fucking Benny, hands down. <laughs> I love that fucking guy. Like, it just. Mm. Least favorite, uh, the American who just could not put the entirety of his fucking suit jacket on the entire goddamn movie. Because <laughs> fuck that guy. He looked like he was crippled or something <laughs> half the time when you see him. All right. Uh, what about you, Bill? So I think my favorite character is is definitely Winston, the the old guy <laughs> that just just really wants to die. Uh, <laughs> he was He was hilarious. He was the best in my mind. Um, and my least favorite character, I mean, honestly, this movie is just full of like really great characters. So it's mm. kind of hard to pick a least, but it's probably the, uh, pretty hair. I mean, he's just, mm. he's, he's bad at his job. He's stupid. Like I just, I don't really care for him all that much. He's, I, I don't hate him the way I, I hate some people in other movies, but I, I don't like him very much. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I was jealous, like big dick swinging that guy, the whole movie. Too much dick swagger. He looked great. He just sucked at acting. He's <laughs> like, God, dude, stop talking. Can you get somebody to like ADR his voice? <laughs> You're awful. <laughs> you must create a human sacrifice. Calm the fuck down, dude. Can you say that again? No. One more time? No. You okay. can just hit the 15 second rewind to listen to that again. What Tim. about you, Timmy? Uh, so my favorite is the brother. I thought he had the the best ideas and the best um, sort of like the best plans and so really just like the best morals throughout the movie. And uh, my least favorite, I have to agree with uh, with Bill here. Long hair. I mean, it's like he was just tedious. Everything he said was tedious. So Tim, you, so you're more of the manager of like Jonathan, and what you're, you're telling people to pick up the bigger rocks up front because otherwise you're going to collapse in. 
Oh yeah, dude, I'm not doing any work. <laughs> I'm Jonathan. I'm sitting in the back reaping the rewards of everyone else. And then when the shit goes down, I can slink away real quick. You know what I mean? Work harder. That's the way it goes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for my my favorite, I'm gonna Rick. I'm gonna say Rick. Brent Fraser. I thought he was great. He just that buff, stupid Indiana Jones. Um, my least favorite is going to be Evelyn and Jonathan's parents for procreating, creating two stupid fucking kids. Ugh. Dis- disagree. They're dumb. They're dumb. Brendan Fraser did all the heavy lifting in this movie. Yeah, but but both of them can read Egyptian. So ancient So could Egyptian. everybody else in Egypt. <laughs> Max, they're Egyptologists. That's not an easy degree yeah, to get. On, you have to go to DeVry for a month to do that. Yeah, we need to have two white people read this instead. Exactly. All right. If Mark Wahlberg was in this, what would he be confused about? Wait, so this chick... Is it going to bang us all? <laughs> but she doesn't even have any clothes on. Listen, this mummy isn't the problem. We need the, What we need to be worried about is this ancient Decepticons inside <laughs> of the pyramids. Wait, okay. so you mean I got to fucking, I got to suck this dude's fucking tongue and eyeballs out of his head? <laughs> if you say so, dude. I, I, I personally, I don't need a tongue to be successful. I was a successful actor, rapper, fast food chain millionaire. I never used my tongue. I don't know why this guy needs to use his tongue. Wait, wait. You're telling me all these guys I killed aren't Asians? <laughs> oh, God. I feel so bad now. <laughs> hey, Brandon, have you ever lifted an Asian into a metal ceiling fan? No. No? Well, you're missing out, bud. They're really light. <laughs> <laughs> you can lift like three Asians at the same time into one fan. <laughs> Your Honor, in my defense, I didn't think that any of those Asians I killed were Asians. I thought they were zombies from Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, Bill. You got no, nothing. I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. <laughs> nope, nothing. Nothing really offensive that you get fired about. No. Okay. No. no, no. We right. covered that. We covered that for Bill. You're guilty by association. <laughs> um, so, just how IMDb and Ron Tomatoes have their own rating system, we decided to make our own. So, guys, what would uh, what would your rating be for this one? Uh, I'll go first. I'm going to say this is. Uh, Four hairy orange jaguar balls uh, <laughs> divided by uh, Brendan Fraser's definite, definite, no question about it, being a, a depraved person and with a lot of legal strife that we all know that's true. So yep. the victims are just as guilty, right, Tim? Yeah, that's, that's a very good point, Max. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, oh this has been boy. a rough one. Oh boy! Uh, I, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, two two half formed mummy blowjobs out of uh, 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 out of three librarians, Egyptologist librarians. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's that's the very uh, precise. Term. Uh, that's More a missing, technical. That's a missing link here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna go with uh, four gaped caplers. Um, <laughs> out of uh, the the total of five actually <laughs> Middle Eastern people in this movie. God damn it, Bill. Now I'm going to put it. I, I have to put in that gaped Kapler thing now <laughs> for, for the prologue of this. You're welcome. Mac. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to give this one spit at, uh, one just one spastic and awkward clap by Brandon Frazier at the Golden Globes. <laughs> um, okay, it's a, a good rating. You guys remember that? No, I do. I do. 
All right, well, I'll send it to everybody else who doesn't remember it. But uh, thanks, sweetheart. That's the mummy. So if you guys like the show, tell your friends about us. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our email is tdbackrow at gmail.com. So until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Woo! <laughs>